This is Fresh Matters, and I am Papa Kwesi Endong. Black is black is black is black. We should unite. And why do we tend to reduce our value wherever we find ourselves in the world? You see, we come in all shades of color. And but then we ourselves, people of African descent, we will talk about who is light-skinned, who is a mulatto, who is dark-skinned, who is black. And somebody will look at someone from the Sudan, for example, and say, look at those black people, dark-skinned people not in appreciation, but to denigrate, as if they are less Africans or humans. And sometimes we also look at people who are light-skinned, very light-skinned, mixed, and say all sorts of things, give them all kinds of names, as if they don't belong. And we have taken the definition of black from other people who say that one drop, one drop of African blood, black blood, makes you something else. But you see, there's something else. What about it that doesn't help us? is that that something else is felt and seen and acknowledged by some people as being something negative. But why? You know, many British people go to America and before long, they become one with the system. They look the same, speak the same language, and they're accepted. Nobody says, look at that British American. And we know that people from Scandinavia, people from Denmark, Sweden, and so on and so forth, they went to the Midwest of America. You go to Minnesota, you go to Iowa and many of those places. And you, you, you hear the names, but nobody says Scandinavian-American in a negative way. People actually proudly say, my parents or my grandparents came from Sweden with pride, with pride. How many people say, well, my parents or my grandparents came from Kenya or came from the Sudan? or came from Nigeria, and say so with pride. 
How many? And we do know, we do know that people from Eastern Europe, they go to the United Kingdom and in less than a generation, they're indistinguishable as if they've been there for centuries. Um, yes, they change their names, some of them, um, but they look the same, speak the same language, and are accepted in the system in the United Kingdom. Well, our English comes with all manner of accents. Accents, rhythm, tone. If somebody is from Jamaica, and they show up in the United Kingdom or to America, well, there's a certain accent to, to their English. If they, 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 if they come to America from Nigeria, their, their English comes with a different accent. But then so do other people. Someone from the United Kingdom, you listen to their English, it also depends on which region they come from. Just as in America, someone from the South, their English is different, the accent is different from someone who comes from New York or someone who is from the Midwest. So there are differences everywhere. So why is the difference with us people of African descent? Why is that one seen as something negative? But if other people see those differences as something negative, why do we make something negative of it? Why do it to ourselves? And Yes, we come in all shades of color. And indeed in America, just as in the United Kingdom, we're all immigrants, people of African descent, we're all immigrants. So why divide our ranks? Why not unite considering that other people want to see us as people of lesser value, people who have made less of a contribution to nation building, people who don't deserve to be at the same level as other people, even though we know the contributions we have made over the years, over the centuries. We know the difference we've made, the contributions that we've made. So if we know all of those things, why do we, why do we tend to make something negative of it? That's my, that's my whole point. Isn't it about time that we looked at someone of African descent, no matter what the shade of color is, and say, not just he or she is my brother or my sister, but just 
just recognize them from, for, for who they are, just by their contribution, by their intellect, by the effort that they make, and, and have those things determine how we view them, what our attitude should be towards them. And indeed, you can tell where we have come from sometimes by our names. Those who have been to America, well, they know the names of Akim Olajuwon or Manut Bol. And many Americans know that you say Akim, Akim is from Nigeria. And because he was a fine, he was a good basketball player, that's seen as a positive. But what about Akim's children? Or Manut Bowles' children? Or any one of them? And, and you know, you go to Antigua. Antigua in the Caribbean. And you would think that the people that you're seeing, you go right there today. You would think that those people just stepped off a plane that came from Ghana. Because those people, they eat some of the same foods that people in Ghana today eat. Whether it's the plantain or the kinky, they have something called dunkuno, which is just like what we call dokun in Ghana. And they play the same game, Owari, that is played in Ghana. Same people. It's just like you go to a number of different places. I've been to places down south or in, in some deep inner city in a big American city. And you look at somebody and you say, well, this person just came from Kumasi or just came from somewhere in Senegal or must have come from someplace in Nigeria because they look like somebody that perhaps I must have seen before. And so we had the same. Well, again, in America, Barack Obama. Barack Obama came through Kenya, through Hawaii, to become the president of the entire United States of America. And you know that some people of a different race have not gotten over the fact that a man of color rose to become their president. And they are taking it on all of us. They are taking it on everybody of color because he rose to become the president of the United States of America. But what disturbs me is that there are some people, black people, African people in America who also never got over the fact that 
a Barack Hussein Obama is the one who rose to become the president of the United States of America because they don't consider him pure enough of an African-American. Forget that he rose through the ranks in Chicago, the south side of Chicago, through to the, to the Illinois legislature before he ended up in Congress. Is that understandable? Absolutely not. Well, while we're talking about it, let's pick on some two or three other people who have risen. You look at General Colin Powell, Power. General Colin Powell, Power. Powell, Colin Powell was born in New York. General Colin Powell was born in New York. But what about his parents? Well, his parents immigrated from Jamaica. Some people don't want to know that fact. But yes, it did. Yes, it did. <laughs> Let's look at it the other way. There are also Africans who came from Africa to America. That is, Africans born in Africa came to America post-slavery days, went to college in America, and then went back to Africa to try to do something good, like Kwame Nkrumah did. He lived, he went to college in the United States, but he went back. And so did many others who went to Europe, to the United Kingdom, to China and other places and went back. What is interesting about this is that you will find Africans in Africa who will say, well, Johnny, just come. You went to America. You went to the UK. And you enjoyed life in America or in the UK or in Paris or wherever while we were suffering here back in Africa. And you have come. And you have pretending or behaving as if you are better than us. And so wait your turn. If you're a doctor, they will make you go through all sorts of things to requalify you to practice medicine. If you're a lawyer, you go through something similar. So it's our people not accepting us for who we are because of who we are. So it is done to us in the UK, it is done to us in America, and it is also done to us in the homeland itself. 
So while the other people do it to us, the worst part is that we do it to ourselves. We do it to each other. What about Harry Belafonte? Harry Belafonte was an American singer. He was an actor, activist, and he's still out there in his 90s. Well, he also is of Jamaican origin. It's just like Cicely Tyson. How many people know that Cicely Tyson um, was born also in Harlem, in New York, to parents from the Caribbean, from the Caribbean. And you know this General Powell that I mentioned, he became the chairman of the Joint Chief of Staffs, the chairman of the Joint Chief of Chiefs of Staff the highest military position in the United States of America. He was a secretary of state, born of immigrant parents, Jamaican. You go to a number of African countries. If you were born to parents in America, and, be, and therefore became an American citizen, and you turned around to say, I want to go back to Cote d'Ivoire. I want to go back to Senegal. I want to go back to Liberia or to Ghana or to Kenya. In some of those countries, they will say, aha, because, because you, you were born into something else, some other citizenship, you will have difficulties assuming high offices in government to be elected to high offices. And you would have some, some things done against you. But the one area where African countries don't hesitate to accept people of African origin who had been born in other countries like the UK or America or France is when it comes to sports, when it comes to football or soccer, as some people might call it. There, the, the players are eagerly, eagerly sought out and actively embraced and welcomed when it's on the playing field of soccer but not to become president, not to become a member of parliament, not to hold a high office in the military or any of those places. Again, why do we waste a talent? Why do we deprive ourselves the talent? Why do we do it to ourselves and reduce value? and to reduce the opportunity that we have to be something good, to do something good, to be recognized as a, a significant part of the human race that we are. 
and to be black and good, to be African and good, so on and so forth. So black is black, is black. We ought to unite because when we do, we will find that our resources are significant. We will find that our contribution becomes something very positive. We will find that whatever it is that we do can be multiplied several times over and other people would not only recognize what we do, but they will give the rightful value to who we are. And so you go to many places today, they will, they will say, well, somebody came. Even in marriage, they say, ah, why did, why did that person go and marry a Nigerian? Doesn't matter that that Nigerian has been in the UK or in America for decades and decades. Why did the person go and give this opportunity to a Ghanaian? Again, that Ghanaian may have been born in the United States. Why did that person give this opportunity to a Kenyan? Who should correct it? Who should make sure that all of that is dealt with as something positive? It is the person who came from, or whose parents or grandparents came from Kenya, from the Sudan, from Ethiopia, from Ghana, from Senegal, from Liberia, from Uganda, from Egypt, from Libya, from all over, all over Africa. It is time we unite in that manner. We talk about the unity of African states. That's one thing. But there is also the unity in our attitudes. There is the unity in our thinking. There is the unity in our behavior. There is the unity in how we regard each other. There is a unity in how we deal with each other. So whether you came on a ship, whether it was voluntary or forced, whether you came on an airplane or by road, you swam, whatever, and however you go to wherever you are. China, somewhere else in Asia, America, the United States or in Canada or somewhere else, in the United Kingdom or in Europe, Germany, France, the Netherlands, wherever it is. If you've come from Africa to those countries, to those continents, find somebody who had also come from there. Let's make it good. Let's make each other something positive, something valuable. And 
if you've been there all along, so you consider yourselves American-American or British-British, welcome those who have just arrived. Because if they do good, your standing in that society will, will rise, will be, will be raised up, will go higher. So celebrate the people who come and they do well. It's not just in sports, because we easily, more easily accept those who have come and have played sports and have done well and recognized. But it should be in science, scientists. It should be the physicians, the nurses, the business people. Because it is some of the same people, people in the legal profession and elsewhere, who have come to the UK, to America, and have gone back to Africa. Many of them have done well. Just as those who have come, come from, from Africa to America, the UK, some have done well. Of course, we know about those who went in either direction and got into politics and have done well. So that's where we are. So when I hear someone in Chicago talk about, well, why are we celebrating this person because he's from Jamaica or he's from Nigeria or he's from Ghana, It saddens me. Why are we celebrating someone who has come from America to Senegal, to Ghana, somewhere else in Africa because they came from the United States of America? You go to Liberia, you hear some of that. You go to other African countries, you hear, you hear it. Again, black is black is black is black. Celebrate each other, encourage each other, push each other higher, and unite. This has been Fresh Matters, and I am Papa Kwesi Endome.